Yo, 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 welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Let's get it. Welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Train Em Up exists to equip young parents in discipling their children, helping them to be intentional, encourage imitation, and give instruction. My name is Joshua Chapman. And I am here with my beautiful co-host, my wife, my cupcake, Stephanie no. <laughs> Chapman. You said you weren't going to do this anymore. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? What up, what up, sweetheart? Yes. What's good in your hood? The hood of your heart, baby. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer this. This is where our cultural differences come into play. <laughs> yeah, they collide and sometimes we just don't know how to respond to each other. Usually I don't know how to respond. I am doing well. Well, it's, you're looking well, uh, too. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to be here. Glad to do this. Yeah, for sure. Go right ahead. Yeah, so today we are in episode four. We hope you have been sticking Ooh. with us. Got through our long episode three and hopefully we can yeah continue to be an encouragement to you mm-hmm. um today we are going to talk about scripture memory talk about what scripture memory mm. and we are going to do the three e's this time the three e's and i actually came up with this alliteration Come on okay i'm Bap- over here raising the roof <laughs> Baptist preacher's wife over here. Yeah, you are. Getting in on the alliteration. So the three E's of scripture memory. Today we are going to explain it. Wow. We are going to encourage you to do it. Oh, yeah. And we're going to give an example. Come on now. All right. (laughs) So first we'll just kick it right off with explaining it. Babe, can you go ahead and define what it means to memorize scripture or define scripture memory. Okay. I would define scripture memory as memorizing scripture. (laughs) That's what I just said. (laughs) I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, I would define it as the discipline to commit God's word to memory for God-glorifying purposes. That's good. That's good. Why don't you say that one more time for our listeners? Oh, come on now. You just asked a preacher to say it again. <laughs> I'm going to say it again with gladness. It is the discipline to commit God's word to memory for God glorifying purposes. That's good. And, you know, you add this God glorifying purposes on the end. Can I did you intentionally. Help, yeah. Can you help explain kind of what's behind that? Yeah. Um, so I use that phrase because it's kind of like a catch-all. There are multiple, various reasons for memorizing God's Word. You know, we want to meditate on it, you know, as the psalmist talks about it. When we talk about meditation, it's not uh, biblical meditation. Isn't emptying oneself, but instead it's filling one's mind and mulling over it. You know, so we want to memorize Scripture to meditate on it. We want to memorize so we can give encouragement to others. Um, helps us to fight temptation yeah, as absolutely. we see with the Lord Jesus in the wilderness. Um, helps us to obey God's word, to teach God's word to others, to evangelize, including scripture in your um, gospel presentation. And 
it provides an opportunity to comfort um, brothers and sisters in the Lord who are mourning, who are grieving, who are hurting. Uh, you can comfort them with God's word without having a Bible on your hand, uh, in hand, or your logos to where you can go to <laughs> Psalms of comfort. That's good. You know? And so, yeah, that's the reason why I would say catch all. That's good. It sounds like you're saying, yeah, scripture is purposeful for so many different reasons. And so, so when many. you memorize it, you can pull it up for all those different reasons 100%. without having to have your Bible in hand, as you said. Facts, baby, facts. Yeah, and so as we do it for those purposes, the desire would be, as we help our children, that one day, if the Lord regenerates them, that they could also have those in their mind to be used for all of those purposes. True, true, true. That's good, that's good. Well, as you guys know, we often want to defend from Scripture, and mm-hmm. so we will get right to that okay. as we're explaining what it means to yeah, do scripture memory with our children. Uh, we want to show why from God's word, this is a good thing to do in family mm, discipleship. That's good. And so the first scripture that comes to my mind is Psalm 119, verse 9 through 11. It says, you know, and I could quote it, right? I mean, I don't have this memorized fully right now, but I wish I could quote it to give the example of memorizing scripture. They wouldn't have known either way that's to go. That's all right. I'm, I'm reading this thing. So Appreciate your integrity, says, baby. How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping your word. I have sought you with all my heart. Don't let me wander from your commands. And here it is. I have treasured your word in my heart so that I may not sin against you. That idea of treasuring God's word in our heart, uh, I think, speaks to scripture memory. And for the purpose you mentioned of fighting temptation, that we Mm. would not sin against him. Amen. Amen. Another one that comes to mind, the one I referred to earlier is Psalm chapter one, verses one and two, which says, how happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night. And so, Again, the psalmist is saying that this blessed man, his delight is in God's word and he meditates on it. As we talked about, meditation is like mulling over it, thinking Mm -hmm. about it. Um, And we don't always have God's word at hand. Mm -hmm. But if we commit it to memory, if we hide it in our heart, then we can meditate on it anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Especially day and night. You think of and night. It's like you up in the middle of the night, can't Mm -hmm. sleep. You're not turning your lamp on necessarily and getting your Bible out, but yeah. you're just able to sit and think about it. Absolutely. And then you think about, you know, Jesus example in Matthew four, mm-hmm. um, where he is tempted by Satan in the wilderness. And what we see is that Satan gives temptation, temptation, temptation. And every time Jesus responds with, it is written, it is written, it is written. And so you have the incarnate word quoting the inspired word. That's good. That'll preach right there. Come on now. Come (laughs) on now. I'm about to preach this thing. (laughs) I digress real quick. (laughs) But yeah, you do have Jesus responding to Satan's temptation with God's word. And the thing is, there's nothing in that passage that says that he actually has a copy of it right. at hand. Right. He's just quoting it yep. from memory. No better example than Jesus. No better mm-hmm. example than Jesus. Right. That's good. And, you know, lastly, I think of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. Mm. It says, All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, 
for correcting, for training in righteousness, so mm. that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. That's good. And again, we're believing that all scripture is inspired by God and is mm. profitable, right? And so why not feed our children's minds with what is profitable for mm. them? Amen. Baby, that is so good. Now, honey, you always fine. <laughs> you always fine, baby. Like my fine dime. Um and Where at the same time, <laughs> you be glowing when you speaking that truth oh, over there, girl. <laughs> that was so good. Mm, baby, you look so good. And I man, that's I, so good for my heart. Oh, thank you. I thought I got away from all your words and compliments. Now we're back at it. <laughs> we back at it, baby. We back at it, sweetheart. <laughs> thank you. Thank we're just you. doing life over a microphone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's not putting on a show. This is my wife is turning red. Anyways, what's the next E? (laughs) She's like, on to the next one. (laughs) Baby, it's all good. Receive it. Receive it. I receive it. Come on now. Mm, I'm giving it to gladness. All right, we're going on to the next thing. Uh, So we explained it, and now we're going to encourage it. Yes, absolutely. We want to encourage you to do this. Absolutely. And one of the reasons why we want to encourage it is because of salvation. You know, the Lord really can use this to save our children. Mm -hmm. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 to 15 says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on him they have not believed in? And how can they believe without hearing about him? And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. And verse 17 says, So faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. And so one of the reasons why we want to encourage scripture memory is that our children will be hearing the very words that can save their soul. Absolutely. And they're meditating, they're feeling, they're committing it to memory, hiding it in their heart, praying that God would save them. Um, I remember one preacher, one elder at a church in D.C., he talked about uh, when it comes to discipling your children and hiding God's word in their hearts, he says, pack it now and you can unpack it later. Mm -hmm. You know, our kids, they really not going to really understand the words that is being hidden in their heart as they committed to memory. Even as we explain it in the simplest of terms, Mm -hmm. they're still not going to be able to understand it unless the Holy Spirit saves them and gives understanding as it talks about in first Corinthians chapter two. Yeah. We can't control that part. And we can't control that part. But what we can do is be faithful in giving God's word, hiding, helping them hide it in their heart and pray that the Lord would save them. And also think about another pastor. Most good things that I say, almost all 99 percent of them, (laughs) any good thing I say, I gotten it from somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) I heard this from another pastor. (laughs) He said uh, he said, man, when it comes to scripture memory and stuff like that, you know, you want to see your kids like their hearts is like um like a fireplace and what you're doing is you putting logs in there and you putting that lighter fluid and you're praying for the spirit to bring the fire that's good come that's on good. now that'll preach that'll won't preach it preach too he preached that <laughs> <Keep> thing <laughs> this man think he got a pulpit right now <laughs> i got a mic <laughs> let me find the organ no i'm just kidding come on i now. can't play the organ <laughs> 
You can play the keys, though, baby. Yes, yes. We digressing once again. We can get off track. I can get off track easily. <laughs> Not you. You normally bring me back let's in, rang me back yeah. in like, like you do it right now. So that's one of the encouragements why we should do it. What's another one, sweetheart? Yeah, but actually, I, I want to speak one more thing to that. Is speak that, on it. You know, just as he mentioned that the Lord could use it to save them. It might not even be as a child, right? The Lord could use it when they're 30, when they're 40, when they're mm. 50, that mm. God might bring that verse back to their mind that they memorized as a kid and he could draw them to himself. And Amen. so again, God's word doesn't return void. And so we want to, in faith, do this with our children. Amen. That's good. Um, another reason we want to encourage it is for our children's sanctification, right? And, you know, I think of... Um, John seventeen seventeen and actually I don't have it written down here. So scripture memory, hun, can you tell me what John seventeen seventeen says? Yeah, Jesus prayed that the Father would sanctify the disciples. So he says, Sanctify them in your truth. Your word, word is, is truth. truth. There we go. Thank you for the assist. Um, but yes, even that idea, sanctify them in your truth, your word is truth. Mm. So God's word is what he uses to sanctify. His people. That's and good. so as we are praying in faith that God would save our children one day, we want to get a head start, right? If he were to save them, that if and when he does, they've got his word in their heart already mm. and God could use it then to sanctify them. 100, 100. And you know, you think about how we teach our kids things all the time in hopes that we are preparing them for life outside of our home one day for sure. to where when they're no longer under our care, they will still remember and live out the lessons that we taught them. For example, you know, we've been teaching our children a lot lately. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And that's something we want them to carry with them, you know, all the time, even when they're not under our care. But how much more do we want to be teaching them God's word that when mm. they are no longer under our care, God's word is still with them. Yeah. You know, and you even think about how I'm sure many of you can think of scriptures maybe you were taught as a kid, mm -hmm. whether through a song or a chant or a Bible competition or drill team. Yeah. And those verses come back to your mind now. I can remember reading through Matthew 28, 19 and 20 about the Great Commission as an adult. And I was like, whoa, I have this memorized. I didn't even know I had this memorized. But it was a song that we sang in kids' church growing mm. up. And I'm so thankful for that song that it put God's word in my heart. And I didn't yeah. even realize it. Yeah. Um, and oh, so. On that note, yeah. same here. Got a different example for myself. Like, man, my mom, she made sure that my sister, my brother, and myself, that we were involved in the black church where we grew up at. And we were part of the drill team. And part of the drill team, youth and teen drill team, is that we had to quote scripture um, before the congregation. And so like, man, passages like Ephesians 6, you know, First uh, Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 12, like some of those scriptures are still ingrained in my mind, the King James Version. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I still know some of those things in the King James Version. You really didn't know what that. it was saying. <laughs> I didn't. I had no idea what it was saying. <laughs> you know, like, but and that was like 15 years yeah. ago or something like that, even yeah. more than that. Yeah. Um, and, but to your point, it's like, man, those are some of the benefits, you know, like, man, those things can still come to mind to this day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just that reminder that this discipline goes far beyond childhood. This Facts. is something we are desiring to do ourselves. And so no, why not instill that discipline in our children now? Yeah. yeah. They're not too young. 
That's good. And so, yeah, and it is a great way to instill in them a biblical worldview, um, teaching them that this is God's world um, and helping them see life through the lens of scripture. You know, like, man, if you know me and if you've seen me, more than likely you've seen me with a pair of glasses. You know that my sight ain't all that good. Uh, so I got to wear glasses. Um, just to see well. Well, the thing is, if we're going to see life clearly, the most clearest that it could ever be seen is we need the lens of scripture. We need to see everything through the lens of scripture mm-hmm. and scripture memory can help our children towards that end of having and maintaining a biblical worldview. That's good. You know, think about like sexuality, marriage, all these things like yeah. that the scripture speaks to and we can hide God's word in their hearts on these topics Absolutely. and they can see that God has actually spoken on Absolutely. these matters. Um, and so, and it teaches them the authority of scripture yeah. on all things as well. Absolutely. Another way that scripture memory can be beneficial would be to be used as a teaching moment um, for our children, right? When our children are in sin, right? Maybe they're mm. grumbling and complaining or they're not sharing. You know, we could memorize scripture with them that speaks to certain sins that they're struggling with yeah. that would help them have a framework that it's not just mommy and daddy saying, quit grumbling, you shouldn't grumble, but we're helping them see that God says we should not grumble. That yeah. God's word speaks to this very thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully can help them grasp the reality that when they sin, they're first and foremost sinning against God. Yeah. And they need God to forgive them, mm. which again would hopefully point them to the gospel. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's really helpful to be able to have God's word in our children's minds that we can share that in helping turn them away from their sin. Yeah. But also we can use it to help commend them when mm-hmm. we see good things that they're doing. Um, we want to commend with scripture. Absolutely. So real quick on the correction piece, like grumbling, that's a prime example. Um, like we've done that with our kids, yeah. you know, Philippians chapter two, verse 14. We taught them, we bring it up. We talk about it very often. It's probably mentioned in our home, probably three or four, maybe at least once a day, probably, <laughs> because we're always grumbling, ourselves included. We yeah. have to be reminded of that. Yeah. And so it is a way to correct them and to the point that you're about to make on commending them. Yeah. And, you know, I guess I should say that, yeah, like when they're grumbling, we might stop and say, hey, what does our verse say? Yeah. And then they'll quote, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Facts. And then we can help remind them, okay, so are you grumbling? Should you be grumbling? God calls us to not grumble. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as we say to the, to the other degree that we can commend them, you know, if our child is sharing with a friend, you know, we could tell them, Hey, I'm so encouraged. You are loving your neighbor as yourself. Mm. Cause again, this is a verse that we have um, sought to put to memory with our children. And so we want to bring those verses back up just in the regular flow of life, helping God's word intersect their lives. Um, and we can do that both through correcting and commending them. Absolutely. 100%. And another reason we want to encourage it is that, man, we want to do it with them and it helps us to prioritize God's word before them. You know, they would see that as we commit God's word to memory before them, they will learn that, um, that we too are people who are under the 
under the authority of God. Like God has given us authority as parents, um, but also we need to submit to God's word and his authority for he has the final authority on all matters. That's good. Um, and so we want to do that before them. <clears throat> we also want to memorize it with them. It also teaches them, even as my wife said, like, man, we never grow out of the need for this discipline. And it shows them how much we are prioritizing God's word as well. That this isn't just something for them. It's also something for us. That's good. You know, even if we mention grumbling, they ain't the only ones who struggle with right. grumbling. <laughs> like we grumble as well. And we got to confess um, those sins to the Lord and turn away from it. And so we want to do that with them, showing them that we are and we will remain students of God's word, that we need to be submitting ourselves to his rule. That's good. You know, another thing is that we want to encourage you to do this no matter how old your children are. Now, if your child is like three weeks old, you know, you can wait. But you could read God's word over them. You know, you can pray God's word over them. Timothy was acquainted with the scriptures from infancy. Yes, from infancy. Um, But what we want to get at is that really children are not too young to do this. Um, They really can learn more than you think. They can memorize more than you think. Because this is our story. Um, We had not set out to teach our son scripture and have him memorize it. In fact, what happened is Joshua and I were trying to learn Psalm 23. And so I wrote it on our chalkboard in our um, dining room. And my son and I would have lunch every day together. And so I would use that time to practice out loud, trying to put this to memory. And then one day he started quoting it. And I could not believe that he was putting Psalm 23 to memory Hmm. as a two-year-old. And... So yeah, it was just incredible. And at that point, you know, Josh and I are looking at each other like, we need to steward this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he can do this. Yeah. And so we need to start helping him and pick being intentional about what verses we're gonna choose and, you know, have him do that with us. And it was so sweet because our daughter, who was I mean, she was less than one. At yeah, the time. younger than one. She's probably like nine months. Yeah. She was sitting in a high chair. Sitting in a high chair, but not able to say many words. Um, but we were doing hand motions with him, and she would join in on the hand motions. Mm-hmm. And so, again, to some degree, she was joining in on this, you know, family time of memorizing scripture. And so, we just want to encourage you to start younger than you would probably think to. Yeah. Um, because God really did give them incredible minds to be able to memorize at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I want to encourage is, man, get creative with it. Have fun. Absolutely. Um, Like at our house, we normally do it. When we do it, it's around a dinner table and we'd normally get up and we'd be in the kitchen and we'd begin to do like scripture ninja warriors. So we're like <laughs> kicking and throwing punches, not at each other, uh, but we're kicking and throwing punches while we're quoting God's words, saying it phrase by phrase, just getting after it. Maybe you'll um, get an Instagram video of this sometime. <laughs> maybe you get an IG video. But yeah, like, and the kids just love it. Like yeah. they have so much fun with it, especially our kids' age. They're four and under yeah and so their yeah. cool jackets are off so 100 yeah, percent, and take advantage of them cool jackets being yeah, off absolutely and part of you know making it fun is we love to celebrate it um when when they do a verse right we're like hey dance dance yeah, dance you yeah. know we get a little dance party going um yeah we just we want 
them to be excited about God's word. And so not as a way to reward them as if they're in trouble if they don't do it right, but we just want to make a big deal when they do say it. 100%. Yeah. And, And another thing is that, yeah, this is a way to do something together as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really sweet, especially at dinner. It's not always a lot to talk about with your toddlers, and yet God's Word gets to be a main thing we do together um, as we work on memorizing it over dinner. True, so. true, true. And as you do it, the reality is that they just may forget it. They probably will. They probably will. Um, and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You know, we want to encourage rehearsing and also it's like, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And so it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent or anything remotely close to that. If your kid forgets a verse, I've forgotten so many verses I've memorized. over Same here, same here. But again, we want to encourage the discipline and over time they continue in God's kindness to continue to remember it. And as we rehearse it, They'll be refreshed. Yeah, absolutely. And you can do fun ways to even review it. Yeah. Um, we do it with candy sometimes. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> we do. So, yeah, to make it more of a game. And again, they don't realize it, but we're doing it so that they can get God's word in their heart. Thanks. So, yeah. Um, another E that we're going to jump to, our last E, is we want to give some examples of what it, we've already talked about a little bit, but of kind of what it looks like in our home, mm-hmm. um, just to help you see a way, again, not the way, but a way you could implement this in your family. Yeah. And so one, as we mentioned, we like to do this over dinner. That's just a regular rhythm in our home um, where we're all together and we have it yes. on the chalkboard in our dining room. So it's yep. also a visual reminder um, that kind of keeps us accountable to doing that. Absolutely. And y'all, the chalkboard is a really dope resource for us. Yeah. Like that mug is on the wall. All we got to do is turn around and look at it and the verses there. And sometimes when you do it so regularly, sometimes our son, we even ask like, hey, let's work on the verse yeah. or something. Hey, look at the chalkboard and yeah. see this. That's the, the cue of yeah. us transitioning into that. And the older they get, they'll be able to read it. And so it's also a way for them to keep working on it without even realizing it. Um, and we also go phrase by phrase as we do this. Um, you know, we've picked quite a few shorter verses lately, but as I said in the beginning, we did Psalm 23. Um, and yeah, he got it over time because we were going just phrase by phrase. The Lord is is my shepherd. shepherd. The Lord Lord is my shepherd. shepherd. And we work on that, work on that, work on that until he gets it. And then we would go on to the Mm, next phrase. mm, Um, And just remember, it's not a race. And so it's not how many verses can we memorize this year? It's let's just spend time getting God's word in our children's hearts. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's on me. Yeah. I'll let you jump in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things we definitely try to include is hand motions. Now, my wife, she's a beast with this. And so I'm constantly looking to her with the hand motions. But like, yeah, like we do like do everything. And we like over exaggerate the everything, making a big circle with our hands to yeah. try to say everything. Yeah. And then we be like without. And it's like, you know, uh, like 
the the umpire saying you're out yeah. or something like that <laughs> and so like we over here just throwing hand motions to kind of help them uh learn those phrases yeah. learn god's word it, it really does aid memory and it's a fun way like we look goofy mm-hmm. when we over exaggerate it but we don't care yeah um because we're not really concerned about our image our concern is that our kids are learning god's word yeah. and we're gonna try to make it as fun as possible yeah absolutely and as i already mentioned before we love to celebrate when they're getting it um, and, and we really try to not scold at all when they don't get it. Facts. Cause again, this is not an obedience issue as much as it is. We just want to help them learn it over time. And mm-hmm. so if you have children who aren't getting it as quick as others, again, maybe you can do different ones with different kids, but it's not a race. Um, you just want to celebrate as they show progress. Um, and also we love to include the scripture reference. We think it's very important because as our kids, do hide it in their heart, Lord willing, one day, again, when they're not with us, they can know where those verses are that they memorized as children. That's good. That's good. Um, and we love to review it. Um, well, I don't, shouldn't say we love to. We should love to <laughs> review it. We need to review more. Um, but reviewing it is a great way. And again, as I said, you can even do games with it where they get candy for, you know, being able to remember an old verse that we've done. Absolutely. Babe, as we're talking about scripture memory references and stuff like that, um, we've mentioned, you know, Philippians chapter two, we've mentioned love your neighbor as yourself. Kind of explain how do we go about choosing some of the verses that we choose? Yeah, that's great. Um, You know, I think first and foremost, choosing gospel verses has been really helpful for us as we do desire and pray for our children to come to know the Lord. And so we want to pick verses that are going to be very explicit about the gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, The one we've done most recently is John 3.16. We want them to have the gospel memorized in their heart. Um, And you, I know, can rattle off many gospel verses if you even want to, yeah, just share a few. (laughs) He is my, my, uh, what do you call it, where I can look up a verse? Concordance? I don't know. (laughs) He's got so many memorized. I don't know what that word is. I'm always like, what is, where's this verse? Or what does this verse say? And he's got it. So yeah, why Um, don't you share a few other gospel verses? Yeah, you have like Romans 5, 8, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. That's good. Um, Acts chapter 4, verse 12, John chapter 14, verse 6. That's good. And we can put these in our show notes to give you different categories for some verses to maybe start with. But yeah, I think starting with the gospel has been really helpful for us. Um, Another thing we've thought about is God's character. Um, We want to put God before our children and we want them to have a right view of him based Mm -hmm. on how he describes himself in his word. And so, yeah. I think just picking verses based on God's character would be helpful. Um, as we said before, also for the purpose of teaching, you know, we want to teach our kids things. And so, um, picking verses that are going to help aid in that. If there's an area of sin that they're really struggling with, you know, Mm -hmm. our son has battled anxiety more as a young kid. And so we did casting all All your cares cares on him. him. Because he cares about you. First Peter 5, 7. And we say it like that to show you that's kind of 
the cadence in which we memorized it with them. Mm-hmm. But that has been helpful is when he's anxious, we can then pull that out yep. and say, hey, what does our verse say? Okay, remember, God is telling us we can cast this thing that we're worried about right now in prayer. And so, yeah, I think those are just some areas we've tried to be intentional about choosing what to memorize. Now, again, all scripture's profitable. <laughs> so all are fair game. I would encourage maybe don't start with genealogies. Yeah, but <laughs> Or the Song of Solomon. <laughs> yes, very true. Um, but yes, again, those are just some categories to possibly think through if you're wondering how to get started with this. Facts, facts. And even, man, if you have multiple kids, uh, one of the sweet things is that, man, the siblings can really spur each other on in this. Mm-hmm. Like, it really does call the younger um, sibling up and man, they really do do it to be at least it's, it's been that way in our home to where they're really trying to get after it um, together, almost trying to outdo each other is that, you know, the sibling rivalry. And then it's been dope because sometimes we can be, you know, just folding clothes in the room or or, or making our bed. And sometimes we've we've heard uh, our older son ask our, our younger daughter, you know, what's the verse? And then they would quote it. And so even when we're not looking, they over here trying to help each other out. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this, the siblings really can spur each other on. Yeah. And so it really we just want to encourage it and give those examples of, you know, how it's worked in our home um, and just to. Yeah, encourage you to be faithful in this and just remember God's word doesn't return void. And Mm -hmm. so it is never in vain as you seek to put God's word in their heart. Amen. Um, And so we thought it would be really fun um, because who doesn't like hearing toddler voices on a microphone, right? (laughs) It's just precious to me. Um, And so we thought it would be really fun to have our children say a few of their verses that they've memorized Um, with you again, not to show it off, but to show that it's possible. Um, and hopefully to spur you on in this good work if you haven't been doing it. Um, and if you have that, it would just encourage you all the more to keep up the faithful work. Hey kids. Hey mommy. Are you guys excited to get to talk into the microphone today? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Well, we are excited to have you on this podcast and we are going to do some of our verses today. Okay. Okay. Try again, okay? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. All right, Jace, so you're going to go first. Can you do your verse casting? Casting all your cares on him because he cares about you. First Peter 5, 7. Awesome. Good job, buddy. Braidley girl, yeah. it's your turn. Can you do your verse do? Do. do. Go ahead. Do do everything without grumbling or arguing. Love it. Chapter. Chapter seven, eight. Chapter two. Chapter two, eight. Four, Fourteen. Good job. All right, Jace, it's your turn. Can you do the verse? We. We love. We love because he first. Love us. First John chapter 4, 19. Great job, buddy. Way to go. Braley's turn. turn. All right, Braley, our last one. Can you do four? For God loved the world 
and this way he gave his friend an only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have to die. Way to go, kiddos. Great, great job. Well, we had so much fun having you with us today. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, y'all, thanks for rocking with us on this episode. Man, if you like what you heard this evening or today or morning, whenever you listen to it, if you were encouraged, please, um, yeah, give us a good rating, leave a comment, and share. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at trainemup226. And also, you can go to our website where you can see articles and other podcasts, not other podcasts, but other episodes at www.trainemup226.com. All right, until next time, grace and peace. Peace.